I invite you to remain standing as you were able as we share in the reading of God's holy word today. You can turn in your Bibles if you have some with you. If you're worshiping with us um, online, you can grab uh, a Bible in your midst and take notes as we go along. Today we're going to be looking at the letter to the Hebrews. It is the end of this letter, the 13th chapter, beginning with the first verse. Let us receive these words today. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. May God add blessing to the re reading, hearing, and understanding of this portion of God's holy word. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thank Thanks be to God. Please be seated. And as you are, I invite you to turn with me in an attitude of prayer. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So there's a new series coming out on Amazon Prime of A League of Their Own. It is a remake with some updated uh, ideas and information and characters from the film that was made popular in the 1990s starring Gina Davis and Tom Hanks. And so in celebration of the new series that was coming out, I decided to rewatch the classic. And as I was doing so, I came across one of my favorite and most inspirational scenes that comes in that film. You see, A League of Their Own is a film that is based on a true story of the time in our history as a nation when the men were going off to war during World War II. And so in order to have a baseball season, they allowed women to play professional baseball here in the United States. And so they had this amazing women's league of baseball players that became very popular and that drew lots of attention, that got people really excited about America's favorite pastime, even in the midst of this war that we were fighting overseas. But baseball is difficult. And one of the players, Dottie Henson, played by Gina Davis, as her husband comes back from war and she's dealing with nursing him back to health, decides that she has to quit the baseball team. She goes to her coach, played by Tom Hanks, 
And she says, it just got too hard. It just got too hard. To which he responds, of course it's hard. If it weren't hard, everyone would do it. Hard is what makes it great. I often think about that scene in regards to a number of things in my life. A number of things that are really, really hard, but that are worth it. The hard is what makes it great. Today's scripture lesson comes to us as a letter to the Hebrews. That is, the early Christian community that is made up of those who have come from the Jewish tradition, who are descendants of the Hebrews. They are Hebrews themselves, but they are seeking to be Jesus' followers. And as they are living in this situation, trying to figure out what it means to be the church, what it means to be Jesus' followers, they're having a hard time of it. Because not only are they a politically oppressed minority of Jewish people living under Roman rule, but they are also then these Jesus followers who are looked at strangely and persecuted, not only by some in their own religious community, but in the outside world as well. And they are considering quitting this whole Jesus thing. It just got too hard. And so the author of the, he the letter to the Hebrews writes this letter in an effort to encourage them, in an effort to support them, in an effort to remind them of who they are and of what God has done to make them who they are. It is a letter of support to these people that are struggling so mightily with this hard faith that they have. And I can imagine the author, while he doesn't phrase it exactly the same, saying, of course it's hard. If it weren't hard, everyone would do it. Hard is what makes it great. In this final exhortation, after this author has talked about all of the people that have gone before this group of Christians in their faith, after he has reminded them of the faith and the power of Moses and Noah and Abraham and Deborah and Sarah and Hagar and all of those who have been instrumental in living out their faith as followers of God, he goes on to say, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep going. Remember all those people that have come before. They have gone through difficult things as well. They have gone through hard times as well. And they have been brought forth to this time, not only because of their own faith, but because of the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God who will never leave you and never forsake you. And because of whose faithfulness, we can say the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. You see, that is the good news that we receive. Is that when things get hard... It is Christ 
who strengthens us. That this life of faith that we lead, lead is not up to us alone. Because Christ lives in us and strengthens us to be the people that God needs us to be. To do the work of faith, that hard work of faith. To just keep loving. Because that is the work of faith. We talked last week about the instructions given in the book of James about how faith wasn't just something that was to be professed, but it was something that was to be lived out. That we were to enact our faith each and every day in our daily lives. That we were to enact, embody, live out our faith as Christians. That is what true faith is. And today, in this letter to the Hebrews, we get a little bit of a picture of what that living out of our faith looks like. It looks like love. Just keep loving. That is how the author begins this final exhortation to the church of the Hebrews. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Keep on loving one another. And the author goes on to say more of what that will look like. Show hospitality to people. Hospitality to strangers because you don't know when you might be entertaining angels in your midst. Now this idea of showing hospitality, particularly hospitality to strangers, is a challenging one. Many of us love to welcome our best friends into our homes. We love to welcome those that we like <laughs> into our midst. But sometimes, while not as literal, we are like the Greek Procrustus. There was a Greek myth about a man named Procrustus who used to welcome people to stay in his home. He would welcome people in, but he had a very particular bed that they were supposed to sleep in. And if the people were too long, too tall to fit in the bed, he would tie them to the bed and cut off their feet. And if they were too short to fill out the whole bed, he would tie them to the bed and stretch them out until they fit. Not real hospitality, huh? In showing hospitality, we aren't supposed to make people to fit what we want them to look like, to be like, to act like. We are simply to show hospitality, yes, even to strangers. Because the author says you don't know when you are entertaining angels in your midst. We're also supposed to remember those in prison because the author says you might have ended up there. You need to remember those in prison. You need to remember those who are mistreated as you yourselves could be in that position. You see, we tend when we look at the world around us to put people into categories and to say, well, I am not like them or those people. But the exhortation to keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters means that we are to see ourselves in others. Or perhaps even more importantly, 
We are to see others through the eyes of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, whose mercy knows no bounds. Jesus Christ, who was imprisoned and executed. Jesus Christ, who was mistreated. Jesus Christ, who needed to be shown hospitality to strange, from strangers. Just keep loving each other. We are to honor our relationships. We are to honor the people around us. We are to not be greedy. Do you know that Jesus talks more in his life about money than he does about prayer? There's some intense stuff that can happen when we release that which can hold us down and hold us hostage to God. Just keep loving. We are to share what we have. We are to do good. We are to just keep loving. Now this is difficult because people sometimes are really hard to love. People sometimes are really hard to not want to put them and fit them into that bed of a box like Procrustes. But the instructions that Jesus gives, the instructions that this author to the Hebrews gives, is to keep loving. And not just because it's good to do, but because we are to imitate the one who loved most greatly. We are to imitate the love of the one who loved us to the point of death on a cross. We are to love and to share the love of the one who makes it possible for us to love in the first place. You see, Christ gives us strength when we find ourselves too tired to be kind, <laughs> too tired and worn out and exhausted to have anything nice to say to anyone, too tired and worn out to even consider loving that person that is just so difficult. It is Christ who gives us the strength that we need to continue. And it is us as the body of Christ that can also strengthen one another. In the mirror in my room, I have a number of post-it notes that I have placed on that mirror that have written some, some words of encouragement to give me encouragement and to give me strength each and every day when I wake up and on those mornings when I am drinking a very large cup of coffee as I'm putting on my makeup, those words give me strength to face the day ahead. And they're words that were given to me by my small group, by those who love and care for me even when I'm difficult to love, even when I am exhausted beyond repair, I think, <laughs> even when I am finding it difficult, they hold me up. They strengthen me and they 
enact the love of Christ for me when I am finding it difficult to love myself and to love others. And so I have these notes as a reminder that each and every day when I am feeling worn out, when I am feeling tired, when I am feeling like it is really hard to keep on going, to just keep loving, that community of Christ strengthens me. Whenever I think of this instruction to continue, one of the greatest reminders outside of Scripture and the greatest blessings that I have heard comes from Maya Angelou, the poet. And so I want to share this blessing with you today in hopes that this can be a blessing as you seek to just keep loving, to keep on doing this hard work that God has for us because it is in the hard work that the greatness of God is revealed and that the power of the love of Christ can continue eternally. So, in the words of Maya Angelou, my wish for you is that you continue. Continue to be who and how you are, to astonish a mean world with your acts of kindness. Continue to allow humor to lighten the burden of your tender heart. Continue in a society dark with cruelty to let the people hear the grandeur of God in the peals of your laughter. Continue to let your eloquence elevate the people to heights they had only imagined. Continue to remind people that each is as good as the other and that no one is beneath nor above you. Continue to remember your own young years and look with favor upon the lost and the least and the lonely. Continue to put the mantle of your protection around the bodies of the young and the defenseless. Continue to take the hand of the despised and diseased and walk proudly with them in the high street. Some might see you and be encouraged to do likewise. Continue to plant a public kiss of concern on the cheek of the sick and the aged and the infirm and count that as a natural action to be expected. Continue to let gratitude be the pillow upon which you kneel to say your nightly prayer and let faith be the bridge you build to overcome evil and welcome good. Continue to ignore no vision which comes to enlarge your range and increase your spirit. Continue to dare to love deeply and risk everything for the good thing. Continue to float happily in the seed of, sea of infinite substance which sets aside riches for you before you had a name. Continue. And by doing so, you and your work will be able to continue eternally. Christ strengthens us to continue. To continue to minister, to continue to do good, to continue to love so in that strength, in that strength of Christ which passes all understanding, it is my prayer that we can continue 
to love fiercely those closest to us and even those who are strangers. So that in that love, can, we can be strengthened even more. For the good news is that Christ strengthens us so that when life gets to be too hard, when the sickness seems to be too overwhelming, when the world seems to be too destructive, we can just keep loving. And in that love, see transformation anew. Let us pray. God, we thank you for your love that knows no bounds, for your power that strengthens us. God, I pray that in this moment today when we are exhausted, when we are tired, and when we think that it's just too hard, that you will be with us and that you will strengthen us to be your people and to just keep loving so that when this world seems too mighty, that we will remember you are mightier than it all and we can continue in your love. In Christ's name we pray, amen.